1: Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in. Winning cures everything. It is Friday, June the 12th. Good gracious. It's Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And uh, lots to discuss today. Chris just caught me up on some news that uh, that I had no idea even happened, uh, but that tends to happen whenever you're uh, you're busy doing other things. Uh, we had an NIL situation today. We got Brett Bielema going on, all kinds of different stuff. Uh, first things first, website, winningcureseverything.com is where you can find us, all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to all of the different live platforms. We're on Twitch, we're on Periscope, we're on Facebook, and we're on YouTube. You can jump in the chat if you would like to. It's in the bottom left of your screen. We're a little bit early today. Uh, I've got to go handle some business whenever we get done with this. So, wanted to jump in and get the show in and, and get a full show in. Uh, Chris, everything going well with you? Sir. Everything's fantastic. It's a, it's a little warm outside now. It's getting humid. It's nice and uh, nice and muggy. Feels like you're walking through a... Nice warm wet blanket, but we're going to survive. It's it's going to be all good. Michael jumps in the chat. He said, What's up, fellas? Happy Friday. It is a happy Friday indeed, and it is a fantastic Friday for you to get your ass down to Tunica, Mississippi. They are the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information about all six of their sports books over at tunicatravel.com. Uh, they got good stuff going on down there. Like I said, they're open. Uh, They have got all kind of policies and procedures and whatnot to keep you safe while the pandemic is still ongoing. So, if you would like to go down and gamble, whether it be on slot machines, playing cards, whatever else, uh, you can go do that. TunicaTravel.com has got all the information for you before you even head down there. Damien Estrada jumps in on YouTube. He said, what's up? What's up, Damien? How are you? Uh, For anybody that isn't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you go do that. Leave a nice five-star review Share the show out with your buddies. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitch, Facebook, Periscope, whatever, do us a favor, hit that retweet button, hit that share button, send it out, let everybody know what's up. Matt jumps in. He said, what's up? What is up, Matt? Uh, First topic of the day, not really a sports topic, but I wanted to hit on it anyway because I I felt like it was uh, somewhat important and it it has to do with media, which is what we do, right? Um, Matt said, any murder hornet attacks today? Not a not a thing, from what I understand. Especially not in our neck of the woods. So, uh, I wanted to bring up Dave Chappelle. He released the 846 uh, special. It's It was put together by Netflix. He recorded it on June 6th, which was last Saturday. Uh, he has recorded, or not recorded, he's done two of these shows, which I thought was fantastic. Chris, you've watched it, of course. Uh, I watched it this morning. The setup was awesome. Like, I love the outdoors kind of set up. I think it is really cool, really intimate. You know, it's only 27 minutes or whatever. It is really, really well done. And I didn't want to dive so much into the topics. Um, and Chris and I were both kind of trying to figure out how to bring this up uh, without diving all the way into the subject matter. But I, I wanted to bring up, you know, it, and maybe ask the question, and maybe, maybe Chris will differ with this, but I, I wanted to say that, Maybe I think that he is the best social thinker of our generation. And then I saw Bamani Jones tweet about it, and I think he put it better. He said he is the most effective communicator of our generation. And I think it is important to be able to communicate with an audience that actually wants to listen to you, right? I, I think that's the best part about Chappelle. And what he does is he makes people want to listen. Now he is incredibly educated on the subject matter and whatnot. He doesn't talk about things he doesn't know about. Chris, tell me, tell me your thoughts here. Do you think that's probably the best way to describe him?
1: I mean, yeah, it's a good way to describe him. He he's just been around for so long and he's earned the trust of everybody. That's this is all. This is it's, it's all. And he even talks about it on, on this little special thing that he did here. Um, he you know he brings that up. It's all about trust. We we have and and some of that is because our other outlets of things that we have to listen to are so untrustworthy. Even the things that we align with politically and we watch, we know they're filling us full of shit. We yeah. know that they're lying to Everything's, us. They know yeah. that all of the things Everything that they're skews. saying are so skewed, even in the direction that we believe. If you got half a brain, you know, they're just telling you what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so it's a, it's a combination of, he, we're living in a world in which we don't have a lot of people saying anything that we can trust. And he's kind of been in our lives, our lives for a long time. And he's kind of always been super trustworthy. He's just out there. He's open about any of his flaws and, and he'll, he, he's, he says exactly what he's thinking.
2: Which is what we try and do, and we're—I don't know that we will ever be capable of what he is—is is capable of doing, right? What what he does already, um, but we try and be as honest as we. I don't can know. Be. Do something Some,
1: for forty years and don't ever lie. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, if, it's kind if you haven't, here's the problem: you have first you have to have an audience for forty years. Okay. Correct. So five or thirty years. Find find enough people that want to listen to you talk about whatever it is you're doing, skits, jokes, whatever, for 30 years. Okay. And then throughout those 30 years, never get caught in a lie. Yeah. And if you do get caught in something that's mixed up or wrong, own up to it, admit it, and make it right. But but that's that's the only way you can do it. This isn't a talent. This is this is just a the talent was getting the audience. The yeah. talent was being funny and being somebody that everyone wants to listen to and, like, just to laugh at years and years and years ago before he had anything like this to say.
2: he's He is very he's incredibly honest, like like we've been talking about. He is not a cancel culture kind of guy, uh, but he'll, he'll call a spade a spade. And I, I think that's what makes him so endearing to a lot of people. Damien jumped in. He said, Dave Chappelle of 2020 – uh, and he said, "Chappelle is the next Nelson Mandela." Now, I don't know about that. Uh, I think that might be putting a little too much on him, but I, I think it is good to have people like this that one are educated on the subjects and two know how to know how to talk about it and get it out there. Uh, if you haven't watched it already, go do yourself a favor. It's 25 minutes of him talking, and it is fantastic and incredibly riveting. So, I uh, I would recommend it. I would I would suggest that everybody go watch it. Chris, I assume you do the same. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's jump into this. Zion Williamson. Holy mackerel, what have we got going on here? Uh, This is everything that we hate about the NCAA, right? Uh, This is the big wigs siding together and deciding what they want to think is okay and what's not okay, right? Uh, All of this stuff that has come out in the lawsuit right now with Gina Ford, his his former marketing agent, uh, what what she says is he needs to come out and admit like exactly where he got the money to pay for uh, that house that was what is it valued at like nine hundred fifty thousand dollars?
1: Nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. So yes. they
2: they were paying rent at a house in South Carolina, like the rent was eight hundred dollars a month, and and at this home it would be closer to forty five hundred dollars a month. On top of that. They didn't really have great vehicles before and then once he gets to Duke all of a sudden they've got three incredibly nice vehicles. an Escalade three luxury cars. Yeah, this luxury three cars.
1: Luxury cars. This is three luxury cars. There's three Mercedes, yeah. Lexus, Cadillacs. That three yeah. luxury
2: cars. And incredibly expensive whatever. Now the NCAA has already looked at this and they cleared it. They yep. cleared it beforehand. Like everything was on the up and up they said. Now the NCAA knew before anything else that Zion's dad got as a consultant for Nike last year. So when he was part of the EYBL circuit, all that kind of mess, uh, he got paid $150,000. Now that can obviously upgrade what you're doing, right? Like if you're living at a home that costs $800 a month to rent, well, you get $150,000 a year. That's going to boost you up to where you can rent more. But you can't
1: rent a $950,000 home and own luxury cars on $150,000. Agreed.
2: It's Agreed. not that
1: damn much money.
2: No, it's not. It's not. You can rent cars for that. You can do whatever, but the no, the finances do not work out. The NCAA cleared it and said that they did, but we know that they don't. We also know that NCAA and Nike are in cahoots, and they have been forever. You don't want to pick a fight with Nike if you're the That's NCAA. That's why they pick
1: fights with Nike. That's why they pick fights with Adidas.
2: Well, they picked fights with Adidas because the FBI picked fights with Adidas. But it
1: didn't matter. It didn't matter. They have, they have just as much information that they could go in on this if they wanted to. Agreed. They, cho- they choose not to. And that's no problem. It's Coach K is the biggest brand that they don't want to bring down. Yep. Duke, second biggest brand they don't want to bring down. And Nike, third biggest brand. They don't, they don't want to bring down. They don't want to bring these guys down. Adidas, yeah, we'll shit on them all day long. They are a stepchild.
2: Yeah, but Nike gives so much money to NCAA member institutions that the NCAA doesn't want to mess with them. And that's where this all becomes a problem, right? So I I brought up to you earlier, the NCAA has enough here, and it's fishy enough that they could go just like they did to Memphis where Derrick Rose, it was never proven that he did not personally take that SAT. They had zero proof. Derrick Rose never talked to him. Nobody talked to him. They couldn't prove anything and yet they still took Memphis's Final Four banners, put them on probation, took scholarships, whatever, right? After that, at, or before that, you had the Reggie Bush situation, which is the exact same situation.
1: Yep, Reggie Bush's family got a big-ass house in San Diego that they couldn't afford, and the NCAA found it. And guess what? They got popped.
2: And you know why they got popped? Because it was an agent.
1: Yeah. Not well, no, it just, it's the exact situation, by the way. Reggie didn't pay his marketing agent. Reggie didn't pay his marketing agent, and he lost his Heisman, and and and, he, and a bunch of other stuff happened. Gina Ford is going to go down this exact same road. Oh yeah, it, it is the exact same thing. Zion is trying to get out of paying Gina Ford for getting her him all the things that she's gotten him.
2: Yep, and it, he wanted to sign with CAA, they're the biggest sports market. Well, I mean, one of the biggest uh, artist agencies in the world. CAA that's is fine. massive. That's, that's fine. you got to pay all that. when but you, you got. Here's the, the thing. All the way up.
1: Gina Ford, I, I fully believe this. I fully believe this is not the last shell to be dropped, okay, when oh, she came dude. out with the house and the cars. All right? They first brought the lawsuit and asked for the money. No one paid them off. Not Nike, not Duke, not the NCAA, not Zion. I can't believe nobody stroked a check. So she dropped two big bombs this week. I assure you she's got more cards to play. I've, and I, for the entertainment value, kind of hope that they keep telling her, we ain't paying you nothing.
2: Yeah. I, and I, they
1: just I, keep dropping bombs. Because the worst case scenario is that nothing happens to Duke, but the shine is off that apple. And the exposure of how rotten and gross the NCAA really is, of how they hand pick. Man, I'm telling you, if I was Auburn, I'm not a Nike school. I'm an Under Armour school and Nike wants these schools, wants the NCAA to go after these Adidas and Under Armour schools more. I screw you, F you. I am not cowering down. I don't care how many violations you got on us. We're gonna play our games. We're gonna start our guys. We're gonna put our coach out there and you can go kick rocks.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you pick and choose when you wanna pick a fight and who you want to pick a fight with based off what benefits you. The NCAA is rotten to the core.
2: Oh, 100%. Uh, jump into these comments here. Matt said, all colleges are cheating. Some get caught. Others don't. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Uh, and it's not that some get caught and some don't. It's what Michael said next. He said, the NCAA picks and chooses their victims. I mean, Period. Listen, hang on. This is
1: why I beat my chest four years ago, three years ago, when Ole Miss was getting crushed for having a cat sleep on a coach's couch as an NCAA level one violation. For a kid getting some gym shorts at a sporting goods store, local Oxford sporting goods store. For a guy getting a hunting trip, this dude got a million dollar home and three hundred thousand dollars worth of cars,
2: and nothing's happening.
1: And you're worried about some gym shorts? A dude sleeping on somebody's couch? Yeah, it's
2: taking ridiculous. Taking them
1: hunting and fishing? That's yeah. the shit you're worried about? Why? Because you beat Bama twice, and we can't have that. Sorry, Nick.
2: This just the truth, though. No, it's, hey, it's all good. I understand it. But it's how the
1: NCAA works. They're in bed with the big boys, and they don't want anybody else to ever come to the table. And if you think you're close enough to the sun, you're going to be Icarus. We give you everybody else gets wax, wax wings. You get too close to the sun, they melt, you fall, we crush you.
2: That uh, that was a really good analogy there. Really nice. That's what done. the NCAA is. Uh, agreed. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, is it that hard to figure out? You're spending 10 times what you make and you're not doing anything shady. I don't believe you. And then Michael jumped back in. He said, if they look hard enough, they can find violations at every program guaranteed. Yes, yep. because yep. everybody's got to find a way to get these kids to sign with their school because if you don't have players, you don't win. And if you don't win, coaches don't keep their jobs. So they are going to continue to do this until the end of time. There will always be a way to get around the rule book. That's just the way it is. And Duke is not clean. They're not squeaky clean. They're not anything. They're exactly like Kentucky, like all these other programs.
1: Coach Cal is the poster boy for being the mobbed up looking, you know, dirty swindle, you know, every slime ball of the NCAA that everyone points to and says, this is not what we want. This is not what we want. This is not what we want. Coach K is the model citizen. I'm going to tell you, they're the same damn person, which is why I'm a cow defender, and I'm always going to be a cow defender.
2: Yes. Yes, I agree with you. Always. I agree with you 100%. 100%. So, I don't think this will be the last that we see of this. It At this point, I am still shocked. That we have not had a buyout. We have not had a settlement yet.
1: I can't, Nike, I can't believe Nike and Duke, two monster brands with limitless pockets, yeah. haven't stepped up and said, You're asking for a hundred million dollars. You're not going to get a hundred million dollars. If we gave you 10 tomorrow, that, that would be an accounting error to those two cats. Right. Just make her go away. Yeah. Which I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I, I want to keep seeing shells
2: drop. I mean, I don't know that the NCAA will ever do anything about this. No. But it's still nice to see it come out there because it it takes that shine off the apple. Michael jumped in. It he shows said, us uh,
1: the core that they are.
2: Exactly. Michael said, uh, no offense, Gary, but do you think those five stars are going to Bama for their science department? Give me a break. You can say the same for every school. Yeah. Uh, and Joseph said, can I apply for my three credits in Greek mythology after listening to Winning Cures Everything? 100%. Just get Chris to sign your paperwork. <laughs> But yet, going back to Michael, I already know. Everybody cheats. I've been saying it on this show for years. It, it's not like I think that they're clean. LSU is not clean. Alabama is not clean. You cannot win if you are squeaky clean. It's just not possible. So, no, I don't think that they're going for the science department. Maybe literature, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're, we are we're love seeing this come out, even if nothing ever ultimately happens. Um but it, it's it's nice to see somebody standing up to these bigger institutions. The smart play for players like this for Reggie Bush for Zion Williamson, which do you remember the uh the agent's name for Reggie Bush?
1: Uh yeah, it was the guy, oh uh, God. It's like two first names, Matthew Matthew, or Ma- something like that. Michael Michaels. Michael
2: Michaels, <laughs> that was it.
1: Yeah. I knew I knew it was an M name that That's- was
2: you remember did, did you listen to the Yahoo Sports podcast last no, night? I heard Wetzel. Wetzel's yeah, the best Talking about, at all of this, by talking way. about Will Farrell uh, yeah. with his Chaz Michael Michaels uh, character. Fantastic. That's I, I love that. Uh, but yeah, pay off the people that that you start working with. Just get them out of the way.
1: These people got you that house. Gina Ford, you know why she knows about the house? Because she's the one that got you the damn house. You know how she knows about the cars? She worked the deals. Everybody, listen, Zion brings the most of the talent, which is which is his with the most to the table, which is his talent. Okay. Duke brings the facility, whatever. Somebody has to work these deals because Duke and the player can't negotiate deals. That's how you get caught, all right? Yes. Which means you need somebody to make these deals happen. Nobody ever wants to pay that person. That's bullshit. You have to pay that person.
2: Yeah, when they had they the information. They did a job.
1: They did a job. We all agreed to the terms of the job. Duke got what they wanted. Zion got what he wanted. You got to make sure she gets what she wants.
2: A hundred uh, percent. Michael said, reminds me of one of my favorite movies, Blue Chips. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. It's Nick oh, Nolte, yeah.
2: Penny Hardaway, Shaq, all that Fantastic movie. If you go back and watch, I mean, it's the 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 subject is great. Uh, I don't know how great the movie was, but it, you know, (laughs) Damien said it's It's good movie. It's
0: fine.
2: uh, Damien said the NCAA cheats more than Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, yeah. the NCAA is (laughs) the worst. All right, let's uh, let's dive into the next topic. NBA players are suddenly hesitant to be going down to Orlando to live in a bubble. Now, I hate to say I told you so, but this is the whole reason why I brought up doing only 16 teams. For for weeks, we talked about this. And I said, bringing this many teams down is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's giving more people a chance to get into the playoffs, but the the timing of it is awful. I think you and I both have agreed on this. This is a plan that should have been done last month. They yeah. should have been playing at last month. Last
1: started last month, at least a month ago.
2: It's gonna we're there. Uh, by the way, they pushed up the uh, the start date. It's not going to be July thirtieth instead of July thirty first. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, at this point. Like, you're going to have fans in the stands for all kinds of different games. And you're going to have NBA players living in a bubble in Disney World after the park is already open. And they're not going to allow the players to go to the park. They're allowing the families to come down after a certain point. But they're not letting them go to the park. Who wants to do that? Like, they said that it will be down to, what is it? It'll be down to 16 teams within 53 days. Or no, it, it may be down to eight teams at fifty three, whatever it is. It'll be pretty quick. It it'll be fairly quick, but it's still like two months. That's kind of ridiculous. Like I,
1: well, to get from twenty two to eight, that's that's a lot of teams you got to knock out. Well, you got to knock out the six non playoff teams. Seven seven game series.
2: Yeah. Once the
1: playoffs start, so you can't you can't use that. You get down to sixteen pretty quick.
2: Right, right, well, you get down to sixteen, which and is then the playoffs, playoffs start.
1: That's the playoffs. Once you get to sixteen, the playoffs start.
2: Right, so you'll be down to sixteen teams. You know, fairly the question quickly.
1: is this: It's not the matter of team. The amount of teams is irrelevant to this. If guys aren't wanting to do this,
2: well, the teams that don't or the, it doesn't the players, matter. If you're the number
1: one seed or the number five seed, you're in, the, and you've got to do this, or you don't, you don't win the championship.
2: The players that don't want to do this. Are the ones that are currently outside of the playoffs. It's the guys from the the Trailblazers, That's fine. And whatever. They don't else.
1: show up. I That's assure you, your team can put a team of scrubs out there. Somebody from the D League will get called up, get yeah. a spot, and they'll sign a, a 3 10 day contract, something like that. And they'll show up. They'll get their butt whipped. They'll go home, and the the owners will and and GMs and coaches will evaluate the fact that you didn't want to come play when we had a shot to do something here and and you you have to take yes you you have the right to not show up and play nobody can put a gun to your head that's the beauty of this country you could you no know, you don't have to force to do any job all right but they also don't have to pay you for that and then if they want to use that against you in negotiations for the next contract they're absolutely at liberty to do that
2: hey, they they've all got team planes, right Yes. It, do you think that it would be smarter for the NBA to maybe quarantine for all of July and get the uh, the eight regular season games that are left, get those knocked out and then switch it back and go play the playoff games in home arenas. That seems to make more sense to me.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know why they're not doing that anyway. I n- I never understood why these people made a big deal about we all have to go live in a bubble because well, the, the, they want them in the bubble because then they can't. They know if you get here and you don't have it, if you still live at home, you're gonna still go out and do whatever it is that you normally do, and the team doesn't have control over you. That's True. the problem. I mean, I agree, John Morant yeah. right now is still in Memphis. Yeah, and if he wants to go out, he can go out to any bar in Memphis that he wants to.
2: Uh, he's he's out playing right now. But like, you, he, you see
1: what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
2: no, I see what you're saying. What I'm saying is like John Morant was out. Uh, with uh, uh campaign and a bunch of the the highly ranked you know recruits and whatnot some of the college players around town and they were having big pickup games uh somewhere in town so, so you
1: can't you can't quarantine them here and yeah. that's why they that's why they want to do the bubble
2: and I it's understand not that. it's
1: not travel it's not worried about catching it in transit it's right now we know everybody that has it or don't have it if you get them there and you get everybody tested and nobody's got it and they don't see anybody else outside of the people that they're with until this thing's over with, then they can't just magically catch it. Agreed. But now if, if they you leave them at it, home, then LeBron can get it, and now he's out for two weeks of the playoffs.
2: Yeah. which I, I, That's I, the problem. I do understand that. I do understand where you're coming from. It's still just uh, – it's insane. Like, the odds of them getting it are so minuscule. Um, Michael said – uh Let's see if any player has an issue with it, then stay home. Damien said yeah. the NBA is rigged. Uh Matt said taking a bunch of guys who do whatever they want now, uh going to be told to stay in a limited area, uh, not smart. Not smart. So yeah, I mean it's it's just tough to figure out exactly what's it's gonna happen. Smart.
1: Right. It's just not easy. It's not gonna work. I mean, these guys are gonna leave. They're gonna sneak out. They're gonna get yeah. out. That's just they're, part they're of it.
2: They're gonna get out. Like, period. And
1: then the question is what happens when they get out? Are we gonna kick them out of the playoffs? Like are we, I mean, Who what knows? happens? You can't come back into the bubble. You're out.
2: I mean, it's kind of crazy, right?
1: I mean, uh, Adam Silver has never stood up to a player not one time in his entire life.
2: Oh, let, let Damian said Adam Silver is the rigged commissioner ever, uh, the most rigged commissioner ever. If he was smart, there would be an even amount of teams in each conference instead of having favorites. Yeah, I
1: have no idea how we got twenty two teams.
2: And, and only one extra team from the east, like nine from the east, 13 from the right, west. I was
1: about to say, it's, it's so lopsided. It's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life.
2: It, it was who is closest to being I don't able to want to
1: make anybody mad. That's all he did. He didn't ever want to make anybody mad. Right.
2: Which is and, He's and so
1: it's, afraid to not let one of these players get upset.
2: It's kind of crazy to see. Be a leader.
1: Don't be like, there's exactly. a world between Adam Silver being worthless because he's just so in the players' butts and Roger Goodell being just an idiot and and, and, and a and a taskmaster, basically, and just unwilling to ever give the players anything.
2: There, there like, should be a greater. There's area.
1: a world in which you don't have to have this guy and you don't have to have this guy. You can be somewhere in the middle where you stand up to the players when they're wrong, you tell them, quit whining, Get on the bus. We have to finish the season, guys, and not be an authoritative—you uh, know—a a, a dictator or or whatever. Like, there's a world between those two guys.
2: Yeah, Damian said, "I miss David Stern." Uh, Michael said, "Adam Silver has no spine." And Joseph Gomez said, "They wanted Zion, and they're not saying it." Like, yeah, they they wanted. But uh, I think a if they do get get the extra
1: team, Zion would have gotten in, right? It would have been Sacramento that would have gotten left out.
2: Well. Now, here's, here's why it's a little bit crazy. Um, Sacramento, Portland, and who am I missing? Oh, the Pelicans. Pelicans. Uh, all three of them are tied with the exact same record. So, you know.
1: Yeah, that's the hard part. That's the there hard part.
2: There you go. So, but instead, they brought the Suns and the Spurs, and the Spurs are only a half a game back of those other teams only because they didn't get their game in on the night that everything got shut down. That's right. So they're all,
1: they're, they didn't play. They they could be tied, but they played yeah, one less they're, game.
2: they're twenty seven and thirty six, and the other they, they, they played one 36. less game.
1: That that makes sense. Yeah. So at some point in time, you just got to be a bad guy. Yes, you got to say you got to say this is the rule. Now here is the thing: if this is the rule, twenty two teams were all showing up. Now you have to be a bad guy. So you weren't a bad guy before to whittle this thing down and make it make sense. Now you have to be a bad guy. You got to get on the phone with these guys. You got to get on the phone with their agents. You got to get on the phone with the general managers and the coaches. Say, get these guys here. Yeah, get your asses here. I don't want a bunch of D league guys showing up for the playoffs.
2: Yeah, otherwise it's. It, I mean, it's going to end up with an asterisk next to it. Like, just the way it goes. Michael said, "You can't leave Portland out. Nobody wants to hear Baby Lillard again."
1: Oh my God!
2: And that's that's I part be of.
1: Be upset if they left Portland out just so he we wouldn't hear from him for a while. Yeah, he'd be for a little bit, and then he'd disappear. He's a great player. If he just shows up and plays his ass off, I'm happy. Well, that's because I what's love crazy. watching him play. He's an absolute assassin on the court.
2: Michael said, "Make Portland and Sacramento play a pickup game in the streets of Chaz in Seattle." <laughs> yeah, that that would work. Uh, no, I'm I, I don't
1: understand why they didn't just do like weird play-in games for all those teams that are close, and then tell the Wizards, "Sorry, tough shit."
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I look. The the whole thing behind this is Portland. You've got some players that are well. We can make the playoffs. Like yes. if, if they'll give us a real shot to make the playoffs, then we'll come back. Well, you're only three and a half games back. Everybody gets eight games. If you are within four games, then you have a play in like series. You have to beat yeah. the eight seed twice. The eight seed only has to beat you once. That's right. Whoever wins goes right. So you know basically a best two out of three, but you know, not, if you you're
1: may, the, not if you're the higher
2: seed. Right. If you're the higher seed, you only got to win one time. Um, but it, you could still end you, up you with gotta sweep. games. You got to
1: sweep. You got to win two yeah. games.
2: Well, no. You, yeah, they, yeah, it'd be you only have to two sweep. games. You have to yeah, win it wouldn't two be games. best of three. It'd be best of two. Well, not even best of two. No, Either just, you got to
1: win two games.
2: You got to win two games or the 8 seeds got to win one. Either way, Portland has got some guys that really think, oh, we can make the playoffs. I want a good shot at the playoffs. Well, you got your shot, right? But then you still have players on that team Carmelo Anthony is the main one that is saying, "I don't really know that I want to go to Orlando." Like he's yeah, the main he's guy, but he's not a
1: main player.
2: No, he's not a main player for them. But he is the he is the most outspoken and the That's most. High. Then leave his
1: ass at home because he spent half the year on the on the couch anyway. Like yeah. he didn't even play half
2: the season. Uh, Michael said, "Shame on them! Uh, shame on all of them for taking nights off. Just cut them off, and maybe they'll learn not to take nights off." Yeah. I mean that that's why you don't sit out games. That's why you don't I mean, you never know when this stuff's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Now the odds of it happening again in the future. Every game's great, important. Yeah, every game should matter. If that they period. if they didn't
1: do load management in the beginning of the season, then you're right. Then maybe you're you'd be a whole lot better than you are now.
2: Yeah. And and for Portland, they had two starters injured for a, a large part of this series. And that so happens. Yeah, that happens. Well, you can't um, control
1: that. But also you can't be mad about that. It's nobody else's fault either.
2: Exactly. It's nobody else's fault period so it is what it is uh I'm curious to see what's gonna happen here because you know you you try and bring more teams but you don't want to bring everybody so if you're not bringing everybody you bring more teams the teams that don't feel like they have the best shot at the playoff uh they don't really want to go down there and live in a bubble for however long two months three months um so now you've got a whole different situation on your hands you got to come up with something else um <laughs> Joseph said, we're too
1: far into it we're not coming up with something else this is what we got
2: yeah, I mean, it's – Like, it, this is the
1: plan that's been set. There is no changing it now. There's just listening to guys bitch, and if they don't show up, they don't show up. My thing is this. If you're the general manager and you're the owner of that team, if you're the head coach on that team and contracts come up, man, that that's that's going to come into play.
2: Oh, I think so. Now, I mean, if you're Damian
1: Lillard, you're going to get whatever you want because you're the best player in the team and you're a top ten player in the world.
2: Uh, Michael said, it's always someone else's fault, guys. Come on, it's never my fault. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Joseph said, Carmelo needs his check because his divorce with Lala cost him big.
1: That was a really expensive
2: divorce. (laughs) It most certainly was. It most certainly was. All right, let's dive off of that. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed the name image likeness bill. It goes into effect July 1st of 2021. That is uh, a little over 12 months away. It, the NCAA is going to have to get something done, and that is why Power Five conferences were pleading with Congress to get something done. Uh, you're going to have to have something that that matches what all these states want to do. California is by far the most open. Florida is right there with them. Colorado has set theirs for 2023, etc. You, you need something before these go into effect, right? California is going to an effect uh, uh, in 2023. But now that Florida has signed theirs, and it's going into effect... They're going to have to do something. Um, and it's not going to be this, oh, well, we'll let them make some money off EA Sports and whatever. No, you you got to get on board. Like, period. Otherwise, every player that has an option is going to go to Florida. Like, they're going to go down to the state of Florida and play and make whatever they can make. And no, not everybody's going to be able to make money down there. Like, that's just the way it goes because it, you have to set up something. This is, one, it's great that Florida went ahead and did this. They didn't bow to the pressure of the NCAA or anybody else that was pushing against them, all these lobbyists, everybody else, because you know the NCAA has millions of dollars tied up in lobbyists. Um,
1: Hang on, hang on, wait a minute. We can't afford to play players, but we've got millions of dollars to pay people who all they do is bribe other people. Right. Good to know. That's the system we got, guys.
2: It's That's what those
1: sons of bitches do out there in Indiana or Illinois or wherever the hell they're from.
2: It's utterly ridiculous. But good on Florida for not bowing down to the pressure and going ahead and getting this done. They went ahead and passed it on through. Governor Ron DeSantis, like, this is a bipartisan issue. Like, this is, both sides are in agreement that the players should be able to get paid off their likeness. That's almost unheard of in these days. In these incredibly polarizing times, it's not very likely that you see both sides of the aisle coming together on an issue everybody agrees yet the players should be able to get paid I don't know that they should get paid by the schools but, but I don't know why this just for that and, but not nobody's one asking person for
1: has asked for that in this stuff
2: yeah I mean it's just it's just ridiculous uh Damien jumped in he said uh he said why not have all the teams so this is going back to the NBA why not have the teams in World Cup group stages yeah we, we've been through that before I mean it, it would be interesting. But the reason they don't is because the NBA wants to have a real playoff. They don't want an asterisk next to. They want champion. to
1: try to make it look like all the regular playoffs that they've always had, which is seven game series.
2: Uh, Michael said, big middle finger to the NCAA has to be the most corrupt system in America. Yes. Yep. They The reason why these And that's saying are,
1: something, by the way. Yeah. That's saying something. We are finding out that almost every system in this country is really jacked up. And they want to tell
2: you that they're not. They want to give you all these reasons why they're not. Here is the biggest reason why these schools do not want players to get paid. Because that is money that would be going to the school to advertise with them. And instead, it would be paying the player to advertise for them instead. I
1: think that's That's such a stupid argument because there are enough local businesses out there. That in every small college town, I'm not talking about big corporations. I'm not talking about national sponsorships like Allstate and all this other stuff. I'm talking about small mom-and-pop businesses. Every college town in every state has enough local businesses that want to support. Now, right now they can't because for you to charge for advertising, you want $20,000. And local mom-and-pop place can't afford that. But once all the $20,000 checks start going to the players, then maybe you're fine with 10 people paying you $2,000. Yeah. Now, you still get the 20K, and instead of having one banner, you got to put up 10 banners. That's fine. That's part of your deal. They're not going to lose one nickel because there's enough people out here that would love to advertise locally, but they don't afford the amount that these schools ask. Well, why do they ask what they ask? because they can, because currently the big boys are paying them and not the players. Also, I think right. it's going to be flipped. I think the big boys, your national places, are still going to pay the schools. They're still going to want the school brand sponsorship, not the individual personal sponsorship. So who's going to end up paying all these kids is probably going to be a lot of small local places. Agreed. Um, and here's the reason why. National brands aren't going – they're going to be very – Suspect selective. to put all their eggs in an eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old kid.
2: Yes, I mean you're you're not going to get million-dollar contracts. That's just not going to no. happen. But um, even
1: hundred-thousand-dollar contracts, it, it, it it's the, the dollar figure is irrelevant. It's it's my name, my company name next to Jameis Winston. Yes, and then Jameis Winston, rape allegation, steal crab legs, grab her by the pussy, and. Everybody associates me and my brand with him. There's no national con- team that's going to do that. Yeah. There's a company that's going to do that. They're just they're going to be very suspect before they do that.
2: Now, mom and pops, a little different. mom and
1: pops will a hundred percent absolutely do that. That grocery store, he won't have to steal crab legs. That 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 little convenience store, they'll just they'll just give them to him and with the sponsorship.
2: Yeah, and then but it that's be just a part show. of it.
1: So that no, that you know.
2: Damien uh, jumped in. He said, the NCAA are like the mafia. And then uh, Michael said, money's already being made. Now it'll just be public and no going back and stripping trophies or banners. That's basically all that we want on this show, right? Yeah, we want I just want to get it out of the darkness up up. into
1: the light. And I'll tell you this. This is why. Because I want kids to honestly go where they want to go to college. This is the, This is the absolute truth, by the way. Okay, I want kids to go where they want to go to college. And right now, I don't believe they're doing that.
2: No, it's I believe been going kids on are
1: leaving home and they're going to places they would never darken the door of in their life because their families are telling them, you got to go because they're offering us the biggest offer.
2: Yes. Albert Means went to Alabama only because his high school coach got paid. That's like, right. Period. Uh, if you go back and look, Brian Bowen went to Louisville Louisville. He yeah, never right. even considered Louisville. He they they called. There was a runner that called Louisville's coaching staff and said, "Hey, Oops. do you guys want this five star? Uh, we can probably make it happen." And they said, "Well, yeah, we'd love to recruit him." He he shows up and he commits in less than a week. Yep, like that's it. He had never even been to the campus, never even considered him, and it was because Adidas was giving him one hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's right.
1: That's right.
2: Like it, he didn't. It, maybe he, he didn't just want to didn't go, he, didn't, he didn't
1: want to live the next year and a half or however long you spent in Kentucky. Go but to the, out, if we get it out in the light. If we get it out in the open, then these kids can actually pick where they want to go to school and do that, and not feel like they're leaving money on the table.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe you feel leaving, like
1: they're letting their families down.
2: Yeah, you you'll have a check coming you're, in. You'll have. You're this talking kind of
1: to coming. a guy that after my second freshman year of college. I was asked to leave college and come home because my mom was going to lose our house. Okay. It wasn't that drastic. I shouldn't say that. It wasn't that drastic, but somebody had to come home and help pay bills. Yeah. things were tight, had to help pay bills. It's part of it. Yeah. I know what that pressure's like. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, it so, happens for a lot so of us.
1: I get that it's hard. That dictated where I went to college, where I finished school.
2: So you you ended up – where were you? Were you in Arkansas?
1: Well, in my first freshman year of college, I went to Washtenaw Baptist University. Was that is, like the, is that in Arkansas
2: or is that – where is it's that? It's in
1: Arkadelphia. It's in okay. Arkadelphia. Okay. And then I went to Northwest, but I was at Cenotopia. And then when I came back to finish at Old Miss, I had to finish at – from I had to leave Oxford and come back to, to South. DeSoto County.
2: Say. Yeah. 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 Now you're right. Uh, Michael said money's always – or uh, hold on. He said this is also keep young athletes away from those scum agents to take advantage of them. Th- some of that might still go on. Uh, basketball players are allowed at this point to sign with agents, and they can come back to school if they don't get drafted, if they don't take money, et cetera, et cetera. That's the biggest thing, though. Uh, <laughs> Matt said NWCC grade 13. Yeah, that's, I, I did that. I did that. Um but yeah, the, the scum agents are always going to be there. When you've got somebody just handing out money, it's always going to be there. And the NCAA has tried to to curtail that out, right? They've they tried, but they are still around. There's not as many of them as there used to be. Hang on, um,
1: the NCAA is making it worse by keeping it in the darkness.
2: Yes, agreed.
1: Okay, How, what, what do you, what do you think these kids would actually be getting if it wasn't going through so many different back back channeled systems? so many backdoor systems, all those people that touch that money to get it to that kid to make sure it never gets traced back to where it came from, all those people have to have their hand greased and not just a little bit. They got to get paid enough enough to where they don't ever talk about it.
2: Well, and on top of that, it's stuff like like the Gina Ford situation with Zion that we talked about. Uh, That kind of stuff, you won't have to worry about that as much because – It'll all be on the up and up. Well, so because if a, all if those
1: contracts would be legit contracts. Right. So if you legally do, she, there would be no lawsuit. I mean, that you could not pay her. That's fine. And that's the thing. There, there would be a, lawsuit, be a lawsuit, but it'd be pretty damn her. crystal clear as to what she worked out.
2: But the the contract wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be shady. That's we'll right. Because
1: that. right now the contract's shady.
2: Yeah, which is why it's not a done deal yet. She like doesn't
1: have a real contract because all this stuff was a wink, wink, nod, nod.
2: Uh, Michael said the NCAA trying to keep kids safe. Don't let anyone else take advantage of you. We'll do plenty of that. That's, that's it.
1: I mean, this is, that's a hundred percent it right there. The you're, you're letting the biggest predators protect you from predators.
2: Yeah. It's kind of, kind of ridiculous. Matt said, if you want to do it right, the coach gives the kid cash directly. Can't trace it. No one else will know. Uh, I will say this, if anybody else finds it, that's why coaches don't do that.
1: That's why coaches don't ever do it
2: yeah, because they can, they'll, they'll lose their million something dollar a year job.
1: Those Again. guys make two. The only person that has the most to lose is the head coach.
2: Yeah. So the coaches are more so the ones that are, I don't know anything about it. I That's never right. heard anything. That's right. Don't want to, don't, don't know anything. This don't, is why
1: the wording lack of institutional control came in because coaches forever said, I don't know what you're talking about. And at some point in time, we said, you don't really get to say you don't know what we're talking about and say you have control over your program.
2: Yeah. It, it's just like any other business. If you hire a bad employee, we're going to blame you. Like, yes, yes. We're going to yes. fire the employee here's the as thing. well.
1: We'll allow a bad employee. As long as we found out, you found it, you addressed it. Okay. Thank you. You're doing your job.
2: And there's still going to be punishment for it, but yeah, you, it may not be as bad, but,
1: but there's little bits of stuff, you know, you can get an ass chewing in here or there and that's no big deal.
2: Michael said that's like a creepy van telling you not to get or not to get in the other creepy van. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%.
0: No. All
2: right, let's uh let's wrap up the show today. Uh I <laughs> you you sent this to me earlier and I had no idea that it was even a thing. Uh Ex-Arkansas coach Brett Bielema is suing the Razorback Foundation. He's suing Arkansas over their buyout agreement. Uh, Mark Schlaball wrote this article at 2.13 p.m. Central Time today, so less than two hours ago. Uh, he is suing them for his buyout agreement after his firing in November 2017. In the lawsuit filed against the Razorback Foundation in federal court in Arkansas on Friday, Bielema's attorneys indicated he was seeking just over $7 million. Bielema, now an assistant with the New York Giants, was fired after compiling a 29-34 and 34 record, 11-29 and 29 in the SEC in five seasons with the Razorbacks. Uh, the Razorback Foundation agreed to an $11.935 million buyout in January 2018 and was scheduled to pay Bielema $320,000 per month until December 31st of this year. Um, after paying Bielema more than $4 million, they stopped making payments to him because they believed he was not actively seeking a job that would mitigate his buyout. Now, that was part of his contract. You have to be looking for a job uh, that that can help offset what we're supposed to be paying you, Right. You and I talked about this multiple times after it happened because we found it absurd that you signed the contract, you agreed to the buyout. It really doesn't matter what he does after that. Right, you have to pay the money. Like also,
1: they're gonna. This is this is tough for them to stop paying when they stopped because he absolutely interviewed for that Colorado job and he absolutely interviewed for the Michigan State job.
2: Well, they they stopped paying him uh, after four million dollars. So, yes. it, had they kept paying him, this whole thing would have been done. In but December he's of this still year. looking
1: for employment as jobs. Right. Like you can't say it's October, November. He's not looking for a job. What are we doing? Like he's, we're in the middle of a season. He they, has a job with the Patriots. It would be uncouth for him to leave that job to be looking for other jobs. You could only do it during the off season. Well, as soon as the off season happened, right. he immediately interviewed for two open college jobs, didn't get either one, took a different assistant coaching job in the NFL. That's tough on you.
2: Yes. Uh, what, the reason that they stopped paying it is he took a volunteer coaching job with the New England Patriots in 2018. Well, now, Yes, so that, to get led, on with Bill
1: Belichick, Bill Belichick was not going to hire anybody else. He was fully staffed. Yes. And Bielema said, I would like to learn under the – best football mind in the history of the game. And and, and I'll spend idea. some time here. We'll, you know, Belichick's like, come on. You're welcome to come on. I got a lot of interns and Brett chose to do that. I absolutely think that that's allowed, by the way.
2: Yes, 100%. Uh, he became their defensive line coach in 2019. The Giants hired him as their outside linebackers coach and senior assistant this January. Because it was only
1: one year he had to do that. The Only one right. year he had to work for basically an intern program. Correct. and then Bill got him a full-time job after that. At
2: this Arkansas is going to lose this lawsuit.
1: They're going to and they absolutely should lose the hell out of this lawsuit.
2: And on top of that, uh so they they would owe another 7 million to Bielema. They still owe more than 10 million dollars to former coach Chad Morris who was fired in November with 4 years left on his contract. $10 dollars. Yes. Yeah. Morris For had a 4 and 18 record in two in nearly two seasons oh, at Arkansas, God. including an 0 and 14 mark against SEC foes. Uh Bielama, we agree is a better coach than Chad Morris. We thought this was a bad move to begin with. I thought Um, it was a
1: terrible fire.
2: Uh Ben said But I I,
1: love Brett though. You know that I'm in the tank for Brett.
2: uh, We we would have loved for him to get any of those jobs. I I really wanted wanted
1: him to get one of those coaching jobs in college.
2: Yes. And I think he will eventually. Uh but I think he's more set on on going to the NFL route.
1: Um, but we'll, I don't I mean, we'll know see. now he's he's right now working alongside of Freddie kitchens and under Jason Garrett I don't think that's lasting long
2: well he's he's not on Jason Garrett's side of the ball he's he's working oh, he's outside doing defense yeah outside linebackers it's so, okay well, yeah that's fine. I mean, we'll see um Ben said that, that announcement you guys were hyping up happen we're close uh it'll be next week we thought it was going to be this week it's going to be next week so it, it's not here yet but it's coming no worries we we will have a, a big announcement for you next week. Matt said uh, they got to sell more Tyson chicken to pay off that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the Brown Yeti jumped in. We hadn't seen the Brown Yeti yet today. What's up, brother? Uh, I agree. I thought Arkansas firing Brett was a mistake. 100%. Like, yes, he, he tried. The reason that they fired him, he had a really bad year his last year. Right? He saw the direction that the SEC was going. He wanted to... Matt said murder Hornet shirts. Yeah, we're, we're working on that. We're going to get that. Don't worry. you got to give us more in a couple of days. Uh, the reason they got fired is he saw the direction that the rest of the SEC was moving and realized, oh, crap, everybody else is putting up a ton more points. we got to get our offense more prolific. We've got to do something different than run the ball 60 times a game, right? It, not a major shift, but you, you got to switch your personnel around a little bit, and he was in the middle of trying to do that. So,
1: the problem is is he had started one path. They didn't like switch. it. They demanded he pivot. He pivots for them. And then he chose to pivot again because he saw the direction that things were going, and they didn't want to watch for another pivot exactly. in the offense.
2: Yeah. And, and by doing that, they allowed a full pivot with Chad Morris with personnel that was not ready to run a, a full spread offense. It wasn't ready, and they – I mean, they it, it was awful. Arkansas has been awful. A
1: complete teardown.
2: Yes. So now uh, you bring in no, it's the know, bed Sam they Pittman. made.
1: This is the bed they made.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, you bring in Sam Pittman. We we like to think Pittman will be we, somewhat. Successful. We like
1: Pittman, but this ain't happening overnight. No, you. That's a ready bad to football a team.
2: Yep. Uh, a bunch of people jump in here. Ben said, "Cool." Uh, the Brown Yeti said, I just woke up. I've worked nights right now. Hey, cheers to that. I understand. Graveyard shift is uh is a beast. We we're glad you jumped in when you did though. Uh Damien said Corona shirts too. Uh <laughs> we, <laughs> we gotta we gotta come up with all kinda of, we need to update the store. That's what we gotta do. So we'll we'll work on that. I'll work on that a little bit over the weekend. Uh my wife's going out of town for a few days. I've got to go uh work with Chris and reset up the studio and whatnot. Again, announcement coming next week. We'll let you know when it actually happens. Uh but we ain't announcing nothing paperwork is done. So, um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Chris, is there anything else that we need to hit today? That's it. That is it. Uh, what a fantastic Friday show. All you guys in the chat, y'all have been wonderful. Thank you again, as always, for jumping in. We definitely appreciate it. Go check out winningcureseverything.com. Go check out tunicatravel.com. Uh, make sure you are subscribed on all the different platforms and hit that share button. Hit the retweet button, the share button on Facebook, whatever it is. Tell your YouTube buddies about it. Michael said, as always, thanks, fellas. Have a great weekend. Gig'em. Uh, Matt said yeet, so (laughs) you gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Uh, leave a nice review on the podcast, by the way. We, uh, we appreciate that. The number's still going up. We always appreciate what you guys do as always take care of yourself, take care of each other. We'll see you on Monday.